Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello. Welcome to the show. Peter Pan looked like he was flying, but we can think maybe it was imposter flying because he was actually attached to a cable. Was he actually flying? Perhaps you feel like Peter Pan. We all have this tendency to think, is this the day that they're going to find out who I really am? Perhaps you feel like a fraud at times. No one empowered you. You believed the script that has been written over your life. If I have been scripted to be a fraud, well, then I shall be one. Let's unfraud ourselves. This episode will address our fraudulent thinking and how our true identity is that we really can fly. You really are all that. Last week, my episode on Monday was titled, What's the Opposite of Depression? Where I talk about the difference between depression and languishing and how God designed us to flourish. And Thursday, I had a wonderful guest, Healing and Deliverance Minister Sarah Mikalski, where she shares her testimony from debilitating fear, anxiety, depression, and she walks you through your own healing session right in the episode. She goes through and shows what it looks like to experience deliverance. I was so hit by God's love as she prayed. Go back and check out these episodes if you haven't already. I want to give a quick update on the book that I'm writing called The Brave Encourager. We're currently working on the final edits and finding that it does take some time, but I don't want to rush this process. My hope is that within a month, it will be out. Thank you for your patience. So let's invite the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now. Be with the listeners right where they are at, however they are feeling, wherever they are at. Whether it's at work, at home, at the gym, in the car, if they're busy with their kids, or quietly sitting alone, I invite your presence. We are just little kids sitting at our Father's feet. I thank you that you are the God of the impossible and that we can do more than we ever could think or imagine. Saturate the atmosphere of where we are. Open the listeners up to receive more of your power, joy, energy, hope, and love. Help me to speak exactly what the listeners need today. I pray for an increase in confidence in the listener's identity with who they truly are. We thank you for your mercy, for your grace. We pray all of this in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Have you been afraid to go to work? because you're afraid that you might be found out. Or if you go to a social function, you kind of try to act a certain way because you don't want them to really truly know how you are. Everyone understands that Peter Pan can't actually fly. If you've been to a theater and you know that behind the scenes, he is most likely on a cable. Flying may look different to everyone. Flying could look like how you parent, 
how you love your spouse, how you are a friend to someone. It could be how you show up at work, at church, or somewhere else. This episode is about identity and walking in your true identity. When we are caught up believing lies about ourselves and that we are actually a fraud, there's a disconnect between who God says we are and what we believe. Here's the deal. If God says, you are amazing, you are. And I know the Bible says that God loves you with an everlasting heart. So if you don't believe this, do you think that you're a fraud? No, you are not a fraud. You're human. But remember, you're not God. Neither am I. You are normal. Do you want to fly, actually fly, and actually walk in the true identity that God intends for you? Let's first dig out some of the shame that's stopping you from believing the truth and flying. Shame is how we see ourselves through other people's eyes, not God's. I'm going to take some of this from Brene Brown's Daring Greatly curriculum. She talks about how there are ideal and unwanted identities. Somewhere, somehow, you may have learned a script that was untrue and you have continued to walk around with that script. It's not who you are. So you might feel like a fraud, flying around like you are actually flying, but oh no, you have a cable attached to you. I'm actually a fraud. No, you're not a fraud. Remember that God says every good and perfect thing is from above. If you're not in the line with that, the enemy's coming in. Let's do some digging. Let's kick the enemy's butt here. Let's start with unwanted identities. Remember, shame likes to be kept secret, so we're digging it out. Come on, Jesus. I want you to identify how you don't want to be seen. This could be that you don't want to be seen as a bully, a liar, a bad mom, a bad dad, etc. What is it that you don't want to be seen as? Okay, I'm going to ask a couple more questions here. Next is, how do you not want people to think about you? This could be, I don't want people to think I'm cheap or selfish or careless. Okay, the next question to kind of dig at this is, you would die if people thought this about you. So I would die if people thought I was worthless, a liar, selfish, a bad worker. Okay, whatever it is, allow yourself to kind of think, what are these things that I don't want? And then the last question is that you couldn't stand if people thought that you were what? Again, many of these things are very similar, but it's pulling at the strings of your heart to identify what unwanted identity you have inside. Remember that Romans 8.1 says, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So all of these phrases I just said, I don't want to be seen as, I don't want people to think I'm, I would die if people thought I was, or I couldn't stand it if people were thinking I am what? Brene Brown says that all of these phrases indicate shame is all about perception. When it comes to shame, 
understanding is a prerequisite for change. We can't consciously make the decision to change our behavior until we are aware of what we're thinking and why we're thinking it. I think this is why we can go for prayer over and over again and still struggle. It's how we can feel exhausted and wonder, why are we so exhausted? You guys, we can go years this way. We can even be pastors. We can be leaders. We can be in ministry. No one is immune to this. This is why it's so important that we bring Jesus into our mental health. If we don't have awareness of what we are actually thinking and how we can take thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, we may not even know what our thoughts are. So how can we actually take them captive if we don't know what they are and we're not even aware of it? I know God is all-powerful, omnipresent, all-knowing, but he needs us to be active vessels. We have to turn ourselves inside out for him to work on. How much we know and understand ourselves is critically important, but there is something that's even more essential to living a wholehearted life. It's loving ourselves. As Christians, we can sometimes think that this is being selfish or that we're putting selves over others or that we're getting into new age and the law of attraction. Well, Philippians 2, 3 through 4 says, Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So this is absolutely true. We do need to do this. But we cannot do this unless we are full and walking in the identity that Christ designed for us. We cannot be half-dead, half-tired Christians. How can we be used by Christ if we don't really actually know who we are and we're exhausted? How can we be used if we're thinking, oh, I don't think I should write that book, or I don't think I should start that business, I'll let somebody else do it, or I don't want to be in the limelight. I don't want attention. I don't want to speak. Or I don't need money. I want to stay humble. Blah, blah, blah. We can't be used if we're insecure, depressed, and broke. We need to be confident, joyful, wealthy, and full of life. How do you want to be seen as? What are your ideal identities? I want you to be real and honest here. This means like perfect, existing only in your imagination and you thinking that it won't ever come true. I want you to dream here. What are your ideal identities? Holy Spirit, help the listener identify what these are. Breathe life. This could be that you want to be seen as confident as wealthy, an amazing parent, leader. Maybe you want to be really good at riding horses. Maybe you want to race horses. Maybe you want to sing, but you're too scared to admit it that you actually have that desire. And you're thinking, well, I really love to sing, but I don't want to have 
people looking at me and I don't want to be on stage. I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about God. Well, guess what? When you surrender yourself and your talents and your skill sets to the glory of God, he does get the glory, but he wants us to have fun in the process. It's why he gives each one of us different characteristics, different talents. Maybe you're really organized. Maybe you're really creative. He wants you to use that. He gave that to you for a reason. Think about things that actually get you frustrated. Let's say you do get frustrated at home when things aren't organized or put away. Well, that's actually a talent that you have and something that you're really good at. Don't push it away or get frustrated with other people. Allow the Lord to shine light on it. And when you're in your home and you're cleaning, praise the Lord and sing and dance at the same time and say, thank you for making me this way. And then maybe think about other people you could help in that. I need some help in that. (laughs) I would love for you to come and help me with that. But there are other gifts that each of us have. God has breathed life on those things. And they come back to stirring our identity, stirring the wanted identity and the passions that we have that he has given us. Now let's go back to the unwanted identities again. What were kind of the main themes that you don't want to be perceived as? Maybe you don't want to be perceived as a liar, selfish, broke, whatever it is. Now, just for the sake of wanting to move through this so you can experience this, I want to use a liar as an example. But as I'm talking through this, go ahead and think about your own I wanted identity so that you can move through this. So the example is you don't want to be seen as a liar, but let's say you grew up with a sibling and you fought a lot and they always called you a liar. You know that you didn't lie, but you're still very passionate about not wanting the identity as a liar. Well, I'm sorry to break it to you, but if you still have a passionate desire to not be wanted that way, it means that you're actually believing a lie. The enemy got in there to cause you to believe that. You admitting it might make you a little frustrated because you don't want your sibling to have that power. Well, it's too late. You've already given them the power. You chose that by believing this lie. So how can you get free and walk in what God says you are, which is a truth teller? Let's first break the lie. So right now in the name of Jesus, I break the lie that you are a liar in the name of Jesus. And whatever unwanted identity you have, I just break that unwanted identity right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for breaking these lies, breaking these unwanted identities. Now, I want you to forgive your sibling for the fighting and calling you a liar, or forgive whoever it is who brought up that unwanted identity. So just say out loud, I forgive and fill in the blank. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now I want you to forgive yourself for believing the lie and harboring this unwanted identity. So just say, I forgive myself in the name of Jesus. Now we declare the truth. So if we go back to the lie, we, I declare that you are a truth teller. I am a truth teller. Whatever unwanted identity you have, I want you to declare the truth and say it out loud. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. We are not going to believe the script that others have said. And we're not going to keep holding on to frustration or anger that they cause that. Believe what God says in you. When Jesus died on the cross for your sins and others, it means that all of this, all of these unwanted identities are on the cross. They're gone. They're dead. All of them. All lies spoken over you or to you, they're dead. Let them go. Give them to Jesus. Put them on the cross. Go back and do this if there's more unwanted identities that you have. I gave the example of being a liar. For me, I actually didn't want to be seen as mean. I had my husband and my sister both tell me that I was rude to waitresses. And I had made girls in my softball team cry. I believed that I was mean. So I broke the lie that I was mean. I forgave my husband, forgave my sister, forgave myself, and I declared that I am loving and kind. And what shifted in me was my heart towards the truth of what I was actually doing. Yeah, I wasn't actually always patient with waitresses. I was pretty tough on these girls at softball. But me saying this allowed me to see my behavior the way that God sees it and my identity for how he sees me. He sees me as loving and kind. So my behavior ended up changing because I was moving in the truth and the identity of how he sees me, not from my behavior and what others were speaking. I am not mean. Yes, my behavior has been, obviously if I made a girl cry in softball, but that's not my identity. As I say this to you, I feel like you're moving into a place where you are believing that you can fly because of the truth who God made you to be. You can fly. God made you to fly. Not because someone said it, but because God made you that way. You are made in the image of God. Genesis 9, 6 says, Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. Declare out loud who you are and your true identity. Pull things out that you might be afraid to say, but you know they are there. We are now unfrauded. <laughs> There is no fraud in you. You are not a fraud. Holy Spirit, we thank you for unfrauding us. We thank you for bringing the true identity of who Christ says that we are. I pray, Lord Jesus, to awaken the dreams in our listeners. Awaken the little pitter-patter of their heart. Desires that they had when they were young when they were slowing down. Think about times when they were on vacation, they were drawing or painting or singing, whatever it is that's just awakening their heart's desire. I hear some of you actually have coaching abilities and you actually love to teach. Some of you are just natural teachers, but you've been too afraid to speak out. God put that in you 
Don't squish it. Let him out. This isn't being selfish by focusing on these identities. This is the way God made you. These wanted identities, these ideal identities, is the way that God made you from before you were born. He knew the hair on your head. He formed you in your mother's womb and made you the way that you are. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, that right now you are imparting the confidence into the listeners to believe who you made them to be. We thank you that you're awakening these dreams. And I also pray for angelic presence to come and help minister to you to put action, to give you people. Sometimes there are things that we need to do to make things happen and we need people to help us. So I pray for the people to come alongside you. I pray for divine appointments to help put these in place. I pray for open doors, for opportunities. I pray for dreams and for visions to give clarity to the listeners that what you say is what you mean. I thank you, Lord, for the confidence that you have in us. Thank you that we can just be little kids coming to sit at our Father's feet. And then our identity is that. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence in this episode. We thank you for life on our identity and who we are. Each one of you is a mighty, mighty man and woman of God. God created you and he adores you. He is proud of you. You don't need to strive. You don't need to do anything. Just rest in the truth of who he says you are. Believe in what God says about you. I bless you to fly. I bless you to be the you that God made you to be. You are that good. You are who you say you are. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.